Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Amazing, as always, a sit-in for my friend Sean Hannity. Sean, grab the day off today. It's your boy Joe Pagliarulo, Joe Pags. And man, we've got a lot to talk about. What I, what I love about the open, first of all, it gets me charged up at the song. But you've got my Orcus in there. And you've got to love where he's just like, beside himself. I can't believe anybody's suggesting anything else. The border is not open. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, got a little update for you. I'm here in uh, the San Antonio area of Texas is where I emanate. And um, yeah, not, not very far from the border. You've got anywhere, be- depending on who you believe, you've got anywhere between 30,000 and 700,000 illegal aliens ready to bust across the border. And, and, and keep in mind, the whole idea of asylum is bogus. It's a made-up thing by the left because asylum really just says that you have the ability to get away from persecution or prosecution or, su- or certain death or war. Um, you have the right to go to the next free country. Well, they're, they're all going through Mexico to get here. And guess what? Mexico is allegedly a free country. They're supposed to stop in that country, not come here. There's no right in some world order that says everybody gets to go to America because we say so. So Mayorkas is lying. The border is an open sieve. 6.3 million people have come here illegally just since Biden took office. Yet you had Mayorkas just last week in front of some panel either in the House or the Senate. And he was asked about it. He said, I'm here to testify. And my testimony is the border is secure. Like, what? What are you talking about? But then the, the very next line he says, and I wonder if you remember hearing hearing him say this. very next line is, but we're working on security or increasing security. Okay, the border is secure, but I'm working on increasing security. The word secure has a definition. It's finite. Is it open? Is it porous? Are people coming through? Or is it secure? I've secured your bag, sir. Um, I've secured my home. I secured my car by locking it. I'm not going to go back and get some more security on it. I just secured it. You might say, well, you can add an alarm. Okay, I secured my car and I locked the doors and added the alarm. But I'm still working on security. What? It's a misnomer. But they say things that they think 
those who generally align with them. Well, well no, no, my orca said the boat is secure. And, and listen, good news, he's still working on security. And then you've, you've got him now saying, of course, the border is not open. Yes, it is. Today, right before we started the show, I heard a soundbite from Mayorkas, who is making a trip to the border again, where he'll probably will see the backs of border, uh, border Patrol agents because they turned their backs on him last time. And he said something like, it's a regional issue, should have a regional solution. Why would he say that? Well, think about it. He's saying it because Eric Adams in New York is really angry that he got like 50,000 illegal aliens. We, we're getting that probably per day starting May 11th here in the state of Texas. Lori Lightfoot's mad. She got a few. You've got Bowser in Washington, D.C. She's mad. Got a few. So instead of saying sanctuary states that want to offer free reign to illegal aliens, instead of saying, yeah, send them there because they want them. No, we're supposed to say, well, they shouldn't get them because they're not in the region where they're coming in. So a city like Chicago or New York or, or Washington, D.C. or whatever, those cities shouldn't get them, even though they have much deeper pockets and much more ability to handle those illegally coming here. Let's let Del Rio, Texas do it, which is a tiny town of Texas farmers. Let's let El Paso do it. Let's let McAllen, Texas do it, or Brownsville. Let's let them do it, where they have no resources. And unless there's a visit by the president, you'll see that the streets are flooded with people who came here illegally. Now, Karine Jean-Pierre, who is um, a diversity hire, the first day she took the job, she said, before we get going here, it's very important that I, that I mention that I'm a female, black, an immigrant, and I'm gay. And I'm going, well, why is that important? Can you do the job? Because, honestly, you wouldn't love Sean Hannity as much as you do if he couldn't do the job very well. Doesn't matter what his background is. Doesn't matter what he looks like. What, what matters is, what is he saying? Does he say it? Does it get to you? Does he entertain you? Does he give you three hours of great programming? And the answer is yes. That's why he has the job. If you never saw him and never knew his ethnic background, it wouldn't matter. Because he does the job very well. In this country, we've never, ever, ever, never said, well, because of my skin tone, I should have this position. And I think that that was laying down the gauntlet. Because I'll make fun of her every day. I don't care what her background is. It doesn't matter what her ancestry is to me. But I think that was laying down the gauntlet to the media. Don't you dare question me. Don't you dare give any back talk. Like Peter Ducey from Fox News the other day dared ask her a question about a number she made up that somehow Biden had decreased immigration by 90%, which is just a lie. It's not even close. It's the opposite. But when he asked the question, she started jumping in and saying, can we, can we drop the dramatics? Can, can we not have the dramatics? He's like, what are you talking about? I'm just asking a question. You're not supposed to be able to question her because of these four intersectional things she mentioned. Well, I question her every day. And in fact, here's a soundbite from Corrine Jean-Pierre, who is asked very simply, what's the plan on May 11th? Now, May 11th, Title 42 goes away. Title 42 is a Jimmy Carter era title that actually said, we're going to protect our border and Americans from people bring illness and sickness across the border. It was reinstated by Trump because covid which means you can stop anybody at the border and say, listen, we don't know if you've got COVID or not. Go home. Get out of here. Since he took office, Biden's been trying to get rid of it. Now the Biden administration is acting like some court order is making them get rid of it, which is just a lie. It's simply not true. But they're going to keep on saying it. And notice that she and Biden and others keep on saying they've got the tools in the toolbox. And they're doing the work. And they really care about the border since day one. And trying to take care of the border. But these MAGA Republicans won't do something about the border. It's up to them. And, and Trump ruined the border. In fact, he obliterated the border. The border is bad because of Trump. 
where we had historic lows in illegal immigrants, and now we've got historic highs. What they're saying doesn't doesn't make sense when you look at the numbers. But here's a reporter asking Corrine Jean-Pierre, what's going to happen on May 11th? I can't say what it's going to look like after uh, after May 11th, but what I can say is that this is an administration that has taken the challenges that we see at the border very seriously since day one. Ah, since day one, they've taken them very seriously. Now, the follow-up should be, well, great, what have you done to take it seriously? Or the follow-up should be, what steps since day one has this president taken? Because I think Corrine Jean-Pierre sometimes thinks she is the president. She's not. She's just the spokesperson. She's the mouthpiece for the White House, therefore for the president, who I don't think she ever even sees. But then a little bit more of an in-depth answer. Maybe she'll give us a little bit more insight into what's going to happen on May 11th. She keeps saying when when Title 42 lifts, it's lifting because Biden tried to lift it from day one. Title 42 is ending next week. How confident is the president that the the, the fixes that he's put in place are going to hold, given that we're already seeing you know strains in the system? So uh, let me first say that, look, as you know, we have been putting forth uh, policies and programs for the past several months, uh, uh, kind of uh, heading into May 11th and understanding, right, that Title 42 is, go- is going to lift. Immediately, the journalist should have said, wait, 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 what, what policies have you been putting in place? What, what, what do you mean? Because they say, as you know, <laughs> we've, we've done this, 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 and this. And I would have said, I, what I know is you haven't done any of that. But the, the, the reporters will not challenge her, probably, because of what she said on day one. Let me pick it up. And so you've heard from the, the, the uh, Department of Homeland uh, Security. You've heard from the State Department. They just held a press conference last week. And so you, we have laid out uh, what the tools in our toolbox that the president is able to use uh, to deal with this issue, to deal with the challenges that we're seeing at the border. Uh, and this is something that the president has been uh, taking very seriously from the beginning of his administration. So she's got the toolbox, and she's laying out the tools. Now, I've been looking for this toolbox for two and a half years. I can't find it. I don't know what the tools are. Then she goes back to the old standby. You know, the president's been working on it since since day one. Day one, he changed the policies of enforcement on the border. Day one, people started coming across with T-shirts on that said, thank you, Joe Biden. Day one, they said everything Trump was doing, which, which was basically going by the books, the immigration laws passed in the 1980s. We're just going to do it by the book. They know it was working. They wanted this flood of illegal aliens to come across the border. There is no toolbox. Biden has not worked on this from day one. My favorite thing, and I don't have the sound bite racked up, but my favorite thing that she says often is day one, the president pushed legislation, offered up legislation, and the Republicans turned it down. They won't do their jobs. Now, a little bit, again, civics, I don't think, is our number one job anymore in this country. We used to learn about it. I don't think we're teaching it anymore in schools. But here's the way it works, boys and girls. Bills are passed by the, the House and Senate. If it's a money bill, it starts in the House. The Senate has to convene. They have to agree on it. Then they send it to the president. The president of the United States doesn't sponsor legislation, doesn't write legislation, doesn't send legislation into the House and have Republicans cancel it. Nothing like that happens. He didn't offer any plan. Then they'll say, well, it's a comprehensive plan. Well, we already have comprehensive laws when it comes to immigration. What was more comprehensive about your plan? The whole thing will make your head explode if you don't take a breath, calm down, and listen to the words coming out of their mouths. We've got a problem. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we've got a problem. It's that Title 42 is going away May 11th. And again, let me just reiterate what I said. The low number is there are 30,000 people 
read it ac- across the border, and I believe El Paso. That can't handle it. The high number is 700,000. And once Title 42 goes away, what do you think is going to happen? Well, and you might respond, hey, Pags, they're sending, they're sending 1,500 army troops down there. Great. Well-armed killing machines to fight wars to, to preserve freedom, liberty, and our Constitution. What are they going to be doing down there? Well, Kareem Jean-Pierre the other day said they're going to be working at the warehouse and doing some administrative stuff. So why send them? So you can say you sent them? Because they're not going to do anything to as far as enforcement goes. And as much as I love my governor, Greg Abbott, I think he's a great governor, this whole exclamation of an emergency in Texas, we've done nothing when it comes to enforcement and stopping people coming across the border. Nothing, nada, niente, nunca, zip. We've done nothing. Yet we will say, well, the Texas National Guard's there. The DPS is there. Good. Start arresting some asses and then send them back across the border. Literally walk them across the border and say, hey, head south. Have a nice day. Until we do that, all of this is just words. All of this is just stuff. And it's about to get exponentially worse. What are your thoughts on this? 800-941-SEAN, 1-800-941-7326. Obviously, it's um, at Sean Hannity everywhere. Go to Hannity.com. My website is JoePags.com, J-O-E-P-A-G-S dot C-O-M. And I'm live video streaming this as I do my show every day. Just click on Watch Now, and you can see us in action. Sean Hannity Show, coming right back. Stay here. Hey, if you want a firearm that is easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from our friends at Henry Repeating Arms. Now, it is a portable rifle that you can put together, take apart in just minutes, and then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case that it comes in. It's so small, you can store it pretty much anywhere, and it's light enough to carry everywhere. Now, it comes in black and two different camo patterns, and you can pick one up for three to 400 bucks, depending on the finish. Check out their videos. Go to their website. It's one word, henryusa.com slash survival. And while you're there, make sure you order their free catalog. Now, Henry makes more than 200 rifles and shotguns and revolvers, all made in America, all backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website, henryusa.com. Get their free catalog. They'll send you free decals and a list of dealers where you are. That's HenryUSA.com, free catalog decals for the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it would have been, Ooh, a, been the juicy. podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Michael Rappaport, and my wife, Kibi Rappaport, starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Hey, if you want a firearm that is easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from our friends at Henry Repeating Arms. Now, it is a portable rifle that you can put together, take apart in just minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case that it comes in. It's so small, you can store it pretty much anywhere. And it's light enough to carry everywhere. Now, it comes in black and two different camo patterns. And you can pick one up for three to four hundred bucks, depending on the finish. Check out their videos. Go to their website. It's one word, henryusa.com slash survival. And while you're there, make sure you order their free catalog. Now, Henry makes more than 200 rifles and shotguns and revolvers, all made in America, all backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website, henryusa.com. Get their free catalog. They'll send you free decals and a list of dealers where you are. That's henryusa.com, free catalog decals for the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. This episode is made possible by PwC. A robot may not be coming for your job, but competitors are coming for your market share. At PwC, we pair the right tech with the right solutions to help you gain a competitive edge. Reimagine operations from the cloud, fuel innovation with responsible AI, and detect risks before they become headlines. That's human-led and tech-powered. It's all part of The New Equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it would have been, Ooh, a, been the juicy. podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Michael Rappaport, and my wife, Kibi Rappaport, starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Friend taking a day off, and we're talking about Title 42 going away. A lot of you know this already because you'll hear my show at 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, we've got a lot of stations, and nothing like Sean. I mean, Sean's like the biggest show on the planet. But um, where I'm here in Texas. And here in Texas, we're seeing it in real time, what's happening across the border. We're seeing jobs go away. By the way, what they're doing is NGOs, non-governmental organizations, are meeting with these people now in Central America and in Mexico, signing them up for this so-called parole program by, by asking for asylum. And they're coming to the border as legal entrants now. So think about this. 6.3 million since Biden took office have come across illegally that we know of. Now, tons are coming across, and they're calling them legal. They're not even counting them. That's really happening right now. And then you have people like Eric Adams in New York when you send a busload there who's now saying, well, they're only attacking black mayors. Shut up. I mean, honest to God, if you want to be a sanctuary city, be a sanctuary city. You want to be that guy. You want to be the savior of everybody. Be that guy. Be the savior. Don't walk around and act like everything is somehow oppressing you. Dummy, you're the mayor of the largest city in the country. How did that happen if we're so freaking racist? So let's get over it. Um, it, it's, uh, again, Sean's normal number, 800-941-7326, 800-941-SEAN. I'm going to have Victor Avila on at the bottom of the hour. You might remember Victor Avila. He and his partner, Jaime Zapata, were attacked by a drug cartel in a gunfight in Mexico several years ago. Zapata was killed, 
and Victor was shot many times. He survived, obviously, I've got him on the program. But what, what they found there was that he and Jaime Zapata were shot with Fast and Furious guns. I'm not going to get into the weeds with it. Let me just say this very clearly. This was Eric Holder and Barack Obama's system, their scheme to smuggle weapons into Mexico. Those weapons got in the hands of cartels. Now, allegedly, the idea was we're going to smuggle guns into Mexico to show how easy it is. Well, they did. And Americans died because of that. Well, he's now running for U.S. House. He's on the border in El Paso, going to tell us exactly what's going on there. And uh, it's great insight. Because at the end of the day, if you don't really know what's going on there, you're going to have to believe what you're hearing and seeing. And I don't want you to do that. If you believe what you're hearing and seeing, you're believing half of the deal. All right? Uh, let me go to uh, Sam in Atlanta. Sam, what's going on? Hi. Oh, hi. Can you hear me okay? I can. What's happening? I've got less than a minute, but it's all yours. Yeah, I don't have any problem with the porous border because we need these workers. It'll help our inflation. And uh, as far as crime rates go, when I look at, when I have researched this issue, I found that our own indigenous population that's poor is far more uh, criminal than these hardworking people coming across the border. It's only going to help our inflation. So I don't understand why there's uh, this emotional reaction to people pouring across the border. Great. Well, well, Sam, i got to stop because I want to respond to you, and I don't have a whole lot of time. Tell me exactly how much lower the inflation is today because of 6.3 million illegals coming across since Biden took office. Go ahead. Well, it's not lower. and it Oh, weird. Be, weird. But it's not as high as it could have been. Because, oh, really? Well, how high could it have been? Well, right now it's at around 4 Well, last CPI was about 5%. Right. So it could be double. It could be 10% if we didn't have all these people coming over. Or it could be 1.4 like, uh, like Trump had. Uh, I, I, I can't hear you, Sam, because you won't shut up. Here, here's the thing. When Trump was in office, it was 1.4% inflation, and the border was locked down. You could barely get through even begging. You had to do it the legal way to get here. We have verifiable proof by the numbers that what Trump was doing worked, what Biden is doing is not working economically, not on the border, and we don't need the workers because there are a lot of Americans that don't have jobs. But I appreciate the call out of Atlanta. It's uh, Joe Pags in for Sean Hannity. The number is 800-941-7326-800-941-SEAN. Go to JoePags.com, J-O-E-P-A-G-S dot C-O-M, and check out what we're doing there as well. Keep it here. Title 42 goes away in just a few days from now. And when it does, you've got tens of thousands of people ready to barge right over the border. And there's not a whole lot we can do about it. To that end, I wanted to bring uh, Victor Avila back. He is a former federal agent. He's also a guy running for U.S. Uh, um, uh, House of Representatives. We'll talk about that in a minute. Victor, how are you? Good to see you again. I'm doing good, Joe. Thanks for having me back. You're back and forth. You're welcome. You're back and forth to the border all the time. You send me pictures. You're there with Brugman. He sends me videos. And there's it's it's worse than we even think. I mean, it's so bad that MSNBC literally went to El Paso and record and reported the truth today about how bad it is in the streets. The the city leadership there and and along Del Rio and Brownsville and McAllen everywhere, they are just completely demolished by these people coming across the border illegally. And Marcus hasn't done anything. The Border Patrol can't do anything. They won't let them. Biden hasn't done anything. And Title 42 is going away in a few days. What's going to happen that day, Victor? Is it really thirty or 40,000 waiting, waiting to come across? Yeah, I've, I've been here in El Paso, Texas all week. been talking to a lot of border agents that are giving me a lot of information, Joe. And let me tell you, they're, they're trying to get ready for this. But the, first of all, the number they tell me is a minimum of 35,000 on the other side of El Paso in Ciudad Juarez, Mexico, waiting to come in. This is a, 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 not the ones counting, the ones that are already in 
downtown El Paso in the streets, lining the streets around the church, uh, seeking refuge and sanctuary from the church. But um, it, it's lawlessness what it is down there. I didn't recognize this town that I was born and raised in and worked a lot of my law enforcement career in. It is lawlessness, and you're absolutely right. It's the local uh, elected officials as well that are welcoming this. You know, El Paso set the, uh, uh, the declaration of a state of emergency, but not for the reason that you and I would think. It's because they want the money because they will allow these people in. They're already going to use two empty elementary schools in El Paso to house them. So we're going to give them more room. We're going to house them. And instead of repelling them and sending them back. Now, I'll, I'll give you a really quick briefing of how this is going to happen. It's going to be a lot. It's multifaceted. And it's a little bit complicated, even for me that understands this. But now the Border Patrol, after uh, Title 42 is lifted, they're going to be processing people. But the processing here is going to change. These people will be issued an A number, which is an, uh, an administrative number, which is, hasn't, has not been happening before. That means that they'll be tracking. But again, not tracking for what you and, th- you and I think they would, should be tracked for, but possibly to get benefits, work permits, and such. Come on, so they're going to they're gonna be issued NTAs, a notice to appear. Another group might be issued a uh, NTAOR, notice to appeal, uh, appear uh, and release on your own recognizance. Some people will be sent back. Some people will, uh, it's a mess. And it depends on where you come from, what country you're from. And also, the key here is Mexico. Mexico, for some reason, is dictating who they can and cannot take back. Now, uh, they'll take the Mexican and Central Americans. But when we're talking about Venezuelans, which, by the way, it's full of Venezuelans, Africans, uh, uh, Asians, uh, South Americans down here in El Paso already. Mexico won't take them back. So you just can't report them back to Mexico, even though they've in, been in Mexico for who knows how long, well, I, they I, won't I, take them back. I want to stop you for a minute, because at last we spoke, and it's Victor Avila. Uh, what, what is the Congress uh, website? Is it VictorAviloForCongress.com? That's it. At last we spoke, you said you believe the federal government has the right to stop people before they ever set foot in this country at gunpoint and turn them around. And if they get here, you can take them back to the bridge and send them back south. You still believe that? Absolutely, and that and that actually would be with the help of the state under a real declaration of invasion, but that's not happening. Uh, the 1,500 troops, by the way, that they're sending down, right? Uh, you would think, well, they're gonna they're gonna secure the border. No, they're gonna be used in some administrative role to put up barbed wire and and to uh, alleviate some of the border patrol, but not to alleviate the border patrol to patrol the border, but alleviate border patrol to process because. The facilities that they have here, quick numbers here, uh, they could take about 6,000 in the two facilities. And that's already over capacity. The capacity would be really about 2,200. Now, in the whole entire country right now, there's about close to 25,000 illegal aliens in custody. That's over capacity of 18,000. We're already beyond. We're already invaded. Uh, The numbers are out of control. So only imagine... Uh, these people come in next week. Now, here's what they're going to do. They're going to group them, and they're going to put them in separate categories. They're going to, uh, the, the single adult males, the family units, the, the unaccompanied minors, the, the parents with one child, all this, they're going to try to separate them. But one of the big problems here, Joe, is that it's not just Border Patrol. It's, a lot of people concentrate on them. It's also ICE, ERO, Enforcement Removal Operation, HHS. Uh, ORR, Office of Removal uh, uh, Refugees and uh, Resettlement. They do not have the funding. They do not have the space. But you know why they don't have the funding and they, and, and they don't have uh, resources? Because they're under ICE. 
and the left hates ICE. You, as soon as you say the word ICE, it's defund ICE, abolish ICE. Victor, what has the left ever said they want to replace ICE with? You can't defund ICE, which is Immigration and Customs Enforcement. You can't defund them and have a secure border. We don't have a secure border as it is because ICE isn't allowed to do their job. But what exactly would they have happen? Just no border? Well, and that's exactly what they did. Instead, you know, they were abolish, abolish, and get rid of. Well, they kind of realized they can't get rid of the agency and undo it. Well, they just took away most of their funding and took away their authority. And that's the key, not just ICE, but Border Patrol. They stripped them of their scope of their duties, and therefore they're doing nothing. I mean, the interior enforcement of ICE, who does the, the detention facilities, the repatriations, the flights back, and all that, is almost non-existent. Yes, it still happens, but very, very minimal to the capacity that it should be. And that's the, 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 the part that people don't understand. And uh, the Border Patrol here, I talked to a lot of the guys that are in there, in the facilities, and um, they're just beyond, beyond, uh, 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 what's the word, not even overwhelmed anymore, Joe. They're, they're just, they want something to happen to where they can exercise the law. Now, they are going to start using Title Eight, and you've heard this before. Oh, we're going to start implementing Title Eight. Listen, Title Eight. I used to do Title Eight. Those are the prosecutions that we did. It's the law, and uh, they are going to. They tell me that here, at least in El Paso, not in New Mexico, but at least in El Paso, they are going to put some people through Title Eight, meaning 1325 illegal entry, 1326 reentry, and and such, and. That means you need the Department of Justice on board to prosecute these cases. You need defense counsels. You need the court system. You see, it's, it's, it's a combination of all these things that need to be on board, and the Biden administration will not allow all those things to come together. And by the way, Mallorca's is coming into town. Let's see if they clean up the city like they did last time. Uh, that's kind of the game. If they do use Title Eight, they'll arrest, and they'll pretend like they're going to prosecute. The DOJ decides not to prosecute. Those cases just sit there. But the Biden administration could say, yeah, but we got them off the streets, and look, we arrested them. We used Title Eight. Look how, how much safer it is. That's the game they've been playing a, at prosecutors' offices in big cities across this country. They arrest people, never prosecute them, and then quietly let them go. Um, you and I talked before we started today about the case that was made yesterday, I think by Corrine Jean-Pierre from the White House, that they're going to start the process of this parole thing that they're doing in Central America. They're going to start doing it in Mexico. In other words, Victor, and I think you and I talked about this last time, when illegal aliens get to our border, they will already have been processed, so Biden doesn't have to call them illegal, does he? It's been going on for a long time, actually over a year, Joe, and let me tell you, it is illegal for Border Patrol to issue a parole. It's against the law. I had the authority as a special agent under Homeland Security Investigations. I had that explicit authority to issue a parole. The only other people that gets to issue parole is CBP OFO, the, the, the customs guys at right. the port of entry or airport. You would need to go through a legal port of entry to get a parole. So the Biden administration kind of got called out on that and they stopped doing it and said, okay, Border Patrol, you're not going to do it. Well, you know what? Now, like you said, why don't we just have the facilities not even in the country? Let's do it in Central America and Mexico and be processed and issued a parole by NGOs? you got to be kidding me. This is a violation of our laws, of our sovereignty, of our constitution, of everything combined by allowing these contractors, NGOs that are making millions and sometimes billions with a B, to process these people. And you're right. They're going to come in to the Puerto Renchi with a yellow envelope already processed with the employment authorization to a, a town near you. And, and let me tell you, Joe, I, 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 you know I'm big on public safety and yeah. national security. 
That's the part that is being ignored here. The cartels are having a field day. They're making, they're still making the money. The illegals still have to pay them. The, the fentanyl still comes across. The mess still comes, comes across. And you know what else was still happening? The smuggling. Not everybody's coming in. Now, I went to the west side of El Paso. On the other side, that's cartel land. And I don't know if I send you the video. There's tunnels. I mean, these guys are avoiding detection at all costs. Not everybody's turning themselves in because they're cartel members, gang members, possibly uh, prior deports with convictions. And you have people in the back of tractor trailers and, and, and trunks of vehicles and pickup trucks. It is a wild, wild west over here, all the way down to Brownsville. And it can be stopped. You know that it can be because oh, Trump, yeah. Trump had it under control. They don't want to stop it. And I don't know why. It's Victor Avila, Victor Avila for Congress.com. Also, he's got a book called uh, Agent Under Fire. Go and get that as well. Um, 6.3 million, Victor, since uh, Biden took office that we know of that weren't uh, counted legal because, again, we're changing how we're doing it. NGOs, non-governmental organizations are doing this in the name of our government, which I, I don't think is legal, by the way. And a lot of these people that are, that are uh, claiming asylum, 80 to 90% are going to be turned away. But they already have work authorization, as you said. So we've got millions and millions of people that are working jobs in America, that Americans should be working, that are being allowed to come in here. And we aren't even to May 11th yet. How bad do you think it'll happen next week? It's, is it going to go nuts? It's going to go nuts. And the, the, what they're going to try to do is contain the people, issue them numbers, and they're going to be called according to those numbers as they come in in groups of two to 300. And another part of it is USCIS. The ones that do the asylum claims, the one that you would actually, if you had a legitimate case, would go to an asylum officer and right. do it. We have a real process. All of that is just ignored because you just can't handle when there's 30,000 people trying to do the same thing. And you're absolutely right. 90% plus of these people do not qualify for asylum. I heard a number the other day, and it's Victor Avila. I heard a number the other day, Victor, that, uh, that Border Patrol or uh, DHS doesn't know where 85,000 kids are. Who came here from? Again, you and I've talked about this. It's a humanitarian problem for those who are coming here too. They're lied to by the cartels. They're, they're lied to by those who want an open border here. You've got little girls, little boys, women raped on the way here, um, and then many of them are indentured servants, basically slaves. Once they get here, and they can never pay off their their fare to get here. But they, for some reason, don't know where eighty five thousand kids are. How's how's that possible when Trump was in trouble for for not reuniting five hundred kids with their parents who broke the law? Um, 85,000 are missing. Nobody says anything. I've witnessed it firsthand, Joe. I've flown with them on the airplanes with this child, with an adult that is not their father, that is not their next of kin. And no one seems to question it. I'm over here. You know, I'm going through all these emotions. I'm angry. What the heck? These kids going to Miami. They're going all over the place. Well, you said the number and nobody knows where they're at. Who are these sponsors? Nobody checked. No ICRO didn't go and knock on their door to see who the sponsor was. And it is child trafficking. It's a facilitation of this government of aiding and abetting child trafficking and human trafficking. And you're absolutely right. The cartels have moved the smuggling into trafficking. And I talked to a Nicaraguan national, 23-year-old kid, seemed to be a nice kid. He was going to Minneapolis. He owes the cartel $8,500 that they charge him, and he has to pay back $1,000 a month with a $300 penalty if he's late. Wow. And if he doesn't pay, they will kill his parents and take his house. And I told him, what are you going to do in Minneapolis? How are you going to get the $1,000? Whatever the cartel asks them to do, they'll tell him, enroll into the local community college so you could start selling meth and fentanyl. Even though the kid's not a criminal, even though he might be a good kid, he's going to protect his family and his parents. So they'll have all these people that you think, well, they're not. They're good people. They just came to work. Well, they have a debt now, and they're slaves to the cartel. And, of course, the women is 
mostly sexual exploitation and the kids. But I want to finish with this. I'm a big believer in and, and want to protect the victims, the United States victims at the hands of illegal aliens. But you're also right. The, the illegals themselves are victims. Look at the guy in Cleveland, Texas. Right. I mean, he, who did he kill? His own people. Right. And, and this is the problem that we have is you secure the border, you save lives. You will prevent rapes. You will prevent assaults, extortions, and, and all that. So saving the border and, and securing the border is the humanitarian thing to do. And what we heard about that case was it wasn't the, the, the illegals that were killed. It wasn't the illegal that killed them. It was the AR- AR-15. The AR-15 did it. That's the problem. If we just didn't have AR-15s, everybody would have been fine. Well, if they weren't here illegally, if this guy wasn't let back in four different times, then they would be alive as well. So we've got to change our mentality on this. It's Victor Avila wants to go to Congress. It's Victor Avila for Congress.com. Let me ask you one last question, Victor. Should you get into Congress? What, what needs to happen? Well, first of all, you would have somebody in Congress that would do one thing, is put the people first and give the power back to the people. You would have a border security expert that can got, cannot be BSed by whoever is there at whatever committee and, and tell them the realities of what's happening. And it seems that, uh, and, and the, you know, I'm running against my opponent because he has been challenging there's a really good bill out there that Chip Roy put out there, and he doesn't want to really support it. He put in some other stuff to water it down. It might kicked out. And, and why, why are we hesitating when it comes to border security? The people ask for the representative to be representative of the, of the community, right. especially District 23 that runs from San Antonio to El Paso. This is ground zero for crying out loud. So you will get uh, someone that's going to be a voice for the people. It's uh, Victor Avila. You can go and find out more about it at VictorAviloSpeaks.com or VictorAviloForCongress.com. Get his book, Agent Under Fire. Victor, always incredible information. You did not send me those last videos. Send me what you have, and I'll show that to the people as well. Thank you. I will. All right, brother. I appreciate you. We're back after this. Stay right here. John Hannity. All right, it's tax season, and those famous words from the real American president, a great American president by the name of Ronald Reagan, I'm from the government, and I'm here to help. Now, government is not helping you. Now, their spending addiction is driving up inflation, and then, of course, raising your taxes left, right, and sideways. Look, in these tough economic times, you got to save money wherever you can, and in the case of Pure Talk, you can save a lot of money and not sacrifice service one bit. Pure Talk, my cell phone company, it's a veteran-run company, they're on a mission to save Americans money. You get the exact same 5G network, the same cell towers as AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile, and the average family saving close to $1,000 a year, no contract to sign, 100% money back guarantee. You get blazing fast data, unlimited talk and text, 30 bucks a month. Dial pound 250. Say the keyword, save now. Do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month. Pound 250, keyword, save now from Pure Talk, simply smarter wireless. Joe Paxson for Sean Hannity. Glad to have you here. It is 800-941-7326, 800-941-SEAN. I've got Tulsi Gabbard next hour, former U.S. representative, former presidential candidate, uh, current lieutenant colonel in the, in the reserves. Great information on freedom and liberty in this country and how we fight back against those who would take it away. Go to JoePags.com right now. Click on Watch Now if you want to see what we're doing on the program. Really an honor to be in for Sean today. I'm about to go into the 200K range on Instagram. Go check that out, too. Give me there.
You know, the thing about all things MyPillow products, they just work. I fall asleep faster. I stay asleep longer. And guess what? Mike Lindell, MyPillow, they have just made their pillow, MyPillow, the original, that much better with MyPillow 2.0. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjustable fill of the original MyPillow, but it now has brand new exclusive fabric that is made with temperature regulating thread. The MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you're ever going to own. You're going to love it. When you go to MyPillow.com, click on the Sean Hannity Square, and if you buy one MyPillow 2.0, you get another one absolutely free. The MyPillow 2.0 is made with the temperature regulating technology, 100% made in the U.S. The pillow comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day unconditional money-back guarantee. You can get it by calling 800-919-6090, use the promo code Hannity, or simply go to MyPillow.com, click on the Sean Hannity Square, buy one, get one free, the all-new MyPillow 2.0. A new dawn is coming to the U.S. stock market, and it's time to throw out the investment blueprint of the last decade and prepare for a massive shift. If you've lost money over the past two years, this changes everything. Hi, my name is Mark Chaikin, and I was hired to create three new indices for the NASDAQ based on what I've learned in 50 years on Wall Street. So believe me when I tell you this shift could send dozens of stocks soaring sky high in just the next 90 days. But this is an extreme setup I haven't seen in years, since before the 2020 crash. The last time this happened, you could have more than tripled your money by just owning one stock. And I'm revealing this number one stock to buy today, 100% free of charge at newaistock.com. The question is why? Because everyday Americans will be impacted mostly by what's coming. And I want you to be on the right side of the table when this shift happens. Don't delay. Just visit www.newaistock.com. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.